At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today here on SportsGrid. Craig Mish back with you along with Davis Maddock. It's time for us now to dive into everything going on in the NFL coming up in week five. And so here's how we do it. If you've never joined the show before, first hour of the show, we go through some starter sit. We go through some potential trades, talk about the latest headlines. But if you want to know how the player on your fantasy team is doing, we're talking to you because we're going through every game here on the slate. So Davis, let's get started. A lot of people have to make decisions early Sunday morning, like you. I know you're up early anyway, but the Jaguars will take on the Bills, 9.30 a.m. Eastern, 6.30 a.m. Pacific. Bills, one of those teams where you play all your starters. Jaguars, I assuming, because they're playing the Bills, you play all the starters. I would tell you this, Davis. Uh, Bills minus 5.5, by the way. You know what I find most interesting about this game? Why is the total only 48.5? If I would have told you at the beginning of the season, Bills, Jaguars, just give me the total in the game. You would say, what, 52, 53, 55? Oh, this is going to be a barn burner. But the Jaguars just haven't shown enough offense, and I guess that's why the total is what it is. That is, I mean, I do think that uh, it's more about the Jaguars offense than it is about the the Bills offense. And and to be fair, you know, the Bills defense has been fairly good in these games. You know, the Bills, and they are, uh, they are also getting Von Miller back. Oh, Von Miller said... 94.5% chance that he plays in this game. Traveled over to London with the team. Um, you know, uh, Damian Harris is listed as questionable for this game. James Cook scored a uh, an early uh, or a, a one-yard touchdown last week in, in week four. That was a, a nice little addition to his skill set. But Latavius Murray has been playing quite a bit on third downs. Weird situation to be playing Latavius Murray on third downs and at the goal line, but that is happening. I I will definitely be looking to see if we get, you know, any more of James Cook at the goal line. We'll be really interested to see if last week's split between Dalton Kincaid and Dawson Knox's playing time stays. You know, Dalton Kincaid actually ran more routes, played more snaps than Dawson Knox did last week. If that stays, if that happens again this week, I'm ready to just say that is the Bills' plan moving forward. Not that if you drafted Kincaid, you weren't starting him, but it hasn't really happened for Kincaid yet. You know, no touchdowns. I don't believe he has more than 40 yards in any game this season, but I do think that is coming because, Craig, uh, you know, as you and I know, you can't really count on Gabriel Davis. I think that's a big reason why they spent that first round pick on Kincaid. And then I would just like to see Travis Etienne just give me one goal line carry. Just uh, just one. Just so I know it's possible. Just so I can test the hypothesis that the Jacksonville Jaguars as a team would not just, you know, explode and they wouldn't be able to get on the plane back home. Uh, another thing, I mean, you know, advantage here for the Jaguars. They stayed over in London for the whole week between yeah. last game and this game. I mean, that's got to be a little bit of an advantage, right? Yeah, no, I, I would think so. And that's not something they've done in the past. But Jaguars want to call London their semi-home. And so they get to do it this week. But I, I think a lot of people will be interested in watching that game this week. Uh, okay, now here's one that no one will be interested in watching. Texans at the Falcons. Let's give the Texans some credit. They've played much better than we thought. C.J. Stroud has looked much better. Tank Dell has done a good job. Even Pierce finally last week got involved in the offense the atlanta falcons what can you say i think you said it best i think it was maybe last week or the week before on the show atlanta is going to be uh diving into the quarterback class again i don't you know it just it, it look sometimes look, i saw tom brady's first game okay i was at the game he played against the dolphins i thought there was no chance this guy's ever going to be 
uh, great in the NFL. The guy was like the best quarterback, maybe the best player in the history of sports, you know? So it can still happen, Davis, for Desmond Ritter, but all things being equal, nine times out of ten watching this sort of thing, it kind of tells you Atlanta, I think, is going to have to dive back in. I mean, Desmond Ritter is not the guy, right? I don't think I, even even Desmond Ritter's mom has to be watching these games and being like, can you just can you just throw the ball to Drake London? Can you just can you just hit Kyle Pitts when Kyle Pitts is open? I mean, they could have, I guess, maybe had a little bit of hope. Let's say they had ten percent hope heading into this season that they were going to get good enough results from Desmond Ritter that they could count on him, you know, as a multi-year starter. Kind of like what the the Commanders were were doing with Howell, right? Same deal where they're like, let's just try it. We don't have a better option to quarterback. Let's see if we can get anything out of him. I think the Falcons' bigger mistake was sticking with Mariota for so long last year instead of going to Ritter earlier to see if they could just be like, this is not happening. We need literally anyone else. I, I think the Falcons probably should have traded for Trey Lance. Feels like that would have been a good idea for them. I mean, his most passing yards in a game this year is 237. He was awful against Jacksonville. Two picks, eight four sacks. He's been sacked 11 times the last two weeks. You're starting Bijan. I guess you're starting London. I am starting Hunter Henry over Kyle Pitts in a couple leagues. Uh, took them both in some drafts, and I just said, just said I'm sick of it. You know, I just, I, I am absolutely sick of it. I'm not doing this with you anymore, Kyle Pitts. Then on the Texans side, you, maybe you are kind of excited. You're not really excited to watch the Falcons, but Stroud, Pierce, Tank Dell, Nico Collins. Um, you know, like I, I don't know. I'm kind of excited to watch them play, especially uh, in in a dome. Yeah, Davis is getting a Tank Dell jersey at the end of the season, maybe. Who knows? I think you've made a bet like that in the past. All right, uh, Panthers-Lions. Now, we got the word on Friday, maybe no Amon Ross St. Brown. I don't know how that – I don't think that would affect the line uh, very much at all. They'll just you know plug somebody in. But the, the Lions are 10-point uh, favorites in this game. And, I, I mean, it's like I look at this line and wonder – Will people back Carolina? Look, you, you, I guess you have to do it. 10 points in the NFL is a lot. Generally speaking, Davis, you lay 10 points in the NFL, you do not win. More often than not, the points come through. The total is 44 and a half. Panthers are at their lowest point. Let's be real. Like they, they play, they didn't play uh, young a couple weeks ago. They look better without them. They bring them back in. They don't look good again. I can't think Detroit is going to blow out Carolina, but I'm having a hard time going over names to play on the Panthers in fantasy this week. Well, you're hopefully not having to play Bryce Young. We talked about Miles Sanders and starts it. Like, I hope you've got a better option, but it's not like he would be nuclear. You know, having to start Miles Sanders, I've been in worse positions. Adam Thielen, I mean, I think you just start Adam Thielen for the rest of the season. Uh, he's got 21 targets, actually more than that. He's got 24 targets the last two weeks. I'm wrong about that. Don't don't have Adam Thielen sitting on the bench, Annie, in my fantasy teams. But uh, I I certainly wish that I did. You know, sitting here on uh, on Saturday morning, and I you know Mingo I guess is is fine coming back from the concussion. The the Panthers aren't going to have to pass a ton, and on the Lions, I'm I'm, I'm going to start Jameer Gibbs. Uh, that's that's probably not for the faint of heart to have to start Jameer Gibbs, but I'm going to do it because. If you're benching your third round pick, I don't know. It just just feels terrible. It just feels terrible to have to do that. So I'm starting him a little bit, but David Montgomery is going to score more points. Would not be yep. into starting Marvin Jones, Josh Reynolds, Khalif Raymond, any of those guys if St. Brown doesn't sit. And then Sam Laporta, uh, every week fantasy starter for sure. Okay, well, there you go. There's a look at a handful of games. We've got plenty more to come after the break. Davis and I are going to look at the Titans and Colts, Giants and Dolphins, Ravens, Steelers, Saints, Patriots, and the entire slate of the National Football League coming up this week. So make sure you stay with us. Davis, Matt, and Craig Mish every single Saturday morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern. We're doing fantasy sports today. The show also replays. You may be watching it right now on Sunday morning as well before Joe Pizapia and Matt Stryker who are coming up on Fantasy Sports Today Sunday morning at 8. Be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Dogs are an important part of our lives. That means protecting them from parasites. Ask your vet about NextGuard Plus 
Afoxiloner, Moxidectin, and Pyrantal chewable tablets. NextGuard Plus Chews provide one-and-done monthly protection against fleas, ticks, heartworm disease, roundworms, and hookworms. Plus, they're delicious and easy to give. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Dogs should be tested for existing heartworm infection prior to starting a preventive. Ask about NextGuard Plus Chews. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today here on Sports Grid. Davis Maddock, Craig Mish. We got the fantasy football slate upcoming. Let's dive into another matchup this weekend it's a divisional matchup between the tennessee titans and indianapolis colts and it certainly felt like uh, davis last week was the week where the titans came alive now i don't expect that performance every week in the nfl but man did they need to put like a 25 spot on an nfl team they had to do that or else it was like time to abandon ship on everybody in that offense but let's give them credit they scored a lot of points they came through by the way unexpected i would say also against a really good defense last week and the indianapolis colts opposite for a quarter against the rams they're down like four touchdowns it looks like it's over anthony richardson leads them all the way back and they they almost won the game. They went to overtime. They even had a possession in overtime where they could have won, but they did not. So at the very least, I think there's a slight sigh of relief for Derrick Henry, people who have him in fantasy, and maybe some of the offensive pieces on Tennessee that were taken later in the draft. But Henry's probably the only one that you're definitely playing on the Titans. Yeah, uh, Henry and Hopkins, I mean, 13 targets for DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, like, he he's out there. He's out there a lot. Um, I, I think DeAndre, I think DeAndre Hopkins will kind of end up being fine. Derrick Henry had his best game of the season. Tajay Spears played way less because the Titans were actually controlling that game. Spears had been playing quite a bit up until that point. Uh, actually, I mean, he still played quite, I suppose, because of garbage time. He still got 53% of the offensive snaps. Uh, it's just a, it's a real difference for Henry to have another competent back in there with him. Not that you're benching Derrick Henry, but yeah, I, I don't know. If he has another good game here against the Colts, I would maybe think about trading him for uh, you know a higher ceiling wide receiver or something like that. The most interesting element going on in this game is what happens with Jonathan Taylor, does he play? Uh, as of right now, Saturday morning, he is still technically on the physically unable to perform list. They have opened his 21-day window, but he doesn't have to be activated for this game. We'll see if he ends up getting activated. And then if he does get activated, how much does he play? Do the Titans, I mean, the Titans have this crazy run defense. Every running back the Titans have faced this year, they, they haven't been able to get anything going. Kamara, Jerome Ford, uh, you know, Josh Kelly, like all these guys, they've, they've done absolutely nothing on the ground. And they haven't faced a ton of great running backs either, I suppose, just reading off that list right there. And then we also have the tight ends here, Chigakonkwo for the Titans, who's been playing a lot, not turning that into fantasy production. And then the Colts wide receivers, Michael Pittman Jr., you're obviously starting. But I, I remain pretty interested in Josh Downs, who I like as a prospect coming out of North Carolina. He had 12 targets against Baltimore, only got three targets, but Anthony Richardson only threw 25 times against the Rams, even with overtime. I mean, I still think, you know, we like this, this arm strength that Richardson has. I mean, that, that 40 yard pass he threw to Alec Pierce in the fourth quarter. It's like, no one else can do that. I mean, I don't even think Mahomes can make that throw. It's like it's like unbelievable. Now, obviously, he's not that accurate, but I think Downs is going right. to end up becoming the the deep threat there. So, any given week, you know, he can score a deep one. Yeah, Colts uh, Titans total forty two and a half away in that game. All right, now the game that everyone in South Florida is excited about Davis because uh, Dolphins are back. Now that the Marlins are out, it's it's all Dolphins all the time right now here in South Florida. 
And listen, you understand the line here. Anything can happen in the NFL. Dolphins are massive favorites over the Giants. Ten and a half points in the NFL. And by the way, imagine, Davis, me telling you this before the NFL season. Giants playoff team. I mean, we both knew the Giants weren't as good as they were last year. But did you think they'd be this bad? Ten and a half points, total 48 and a half. Who do you play this week? Um, well, for the Giants, I don't know. If you drafted Daniel Jones, like, I guess you're probably starting him, you know, like, because he can still run for 60 yards or whatever here. Uh, you're starting Saquon Barkley if he plays. He was listed as doubtful for that Monday night football game. We'll figure out if he is going to end up playing in this game. You know, I can't imagine you've got a better bench option than Saquon Barkley. Uh, Craig, I'm sorry. I do think you have to start Darren Waller here. I mean, I just don't really see how you get away from it. You drafted him early enough. You paid a price. It's tight end. Whoever you're playing against probably is also getting no points out of their tight end. So you might as well. I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of the same deal with like Kyle Pitts or whoever. It's like, well, I'm not going to be able to find anyone on the waiver wire who can score any points either. So I might as well just go for it. And then... Wandale, deeper league. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to have to start Wandale just because the Giants team total is so low, but I could see a reason for doing it. You know, these other guys, Hyatt, Campbell, Slayton, Hodgins, I mean, they're they're totally useless. You can drop them. Then on the Dolphins side, Tua, Tyreek, Waddle, A-Chain, Mostert. I mean, those are your guys. Maybe maybe Durham Smythe. Uh, he, he got injured two weeks ago in that blowout win against uh against the Denver Broncos then he came back last week had four targets four receptions for 41 yards you know low I don't know maybe maybe Durham Smythe scores more points than Kyle Pitts this week and and the joke is on me for going another week with uh with Kyle Pitts and Darren Waller I made Barrios I guess I don't know I mean the the thing that's got to be most interesting here is can the Giants figure out something to protect Daniel Jones? Do they have a, a change to their game plan? Can they get to 21 points? And then what is the playing time split between between A-Chain and Mostert? Yeah, no, and I think so too. I, I'm so excited about A-Chain. I, I think he looks fantastic. Yeah, I remember us talking about this before the season, and I was like, do I hit the button? Do I? He's like, yeah, of course, Dave, just hit the button. Who knows what he's going to be? And it turned out pretty good. Okay, uh, Ravens and Steelers. Who are you playing on the Steelers, my friend? What did I watch last week with that pit? The Pittsburgh Steelers? That was the worst looking offense. Now, I don't I don't know how loud I want to get on this thing. And look, you're gonna play everybody on the Ravens. You're gonna play Lamar Jackson, of course, and, and we'll talk about this. But Davis, even when Ben Roethlisberger, remember when he missed time and they were playing Dennis Dixon and some of these other guys, and, and even like old the old Charlie Batch days, I have never seen the Steelers offense. Maybe is it fair to say in my life as bad as I saw last week against the Houston Texans? I have so little faith going into the week. The total is 38 in this game. I think this is probably the lowest total in the NFL this season. And I think Baltimore could score 20 points in this game. Uh, Najee Harris, could you, could, who do you play on Pittsburgh comfortably? I think it's no one. Pickens is probably the only one, honestly. And even even that, like I don't think you're I don't think you're windmill dunking Pickens into your lineup. He got seven targets against Houston, only turned that into three for twenty-five, had the ten target, four reception, 127 yard game against Cleveland. Biggest storyline going on right now with the Pittsburgh Steelers, Craig. I don't know if you've seen this, but Matt Canada created a burner account on Twitter, registered to his official Steelers email address and and the Twitter account all it does is it de it defends Matt Canada right it's just it just comes oh on and it just yeah that's just uh it's just all it is so on the Ravens um you start say Flowers start Mark Andrews start Lamar Jackson backfield sort of interesting Gus Edwards led the way last week played 40 snaps on offense only seven for Justice Hill they activated this young fella, uh, a rookie by the name of Keaton Mitchell off the designated for return IR. He went to Eastern Carolina, ran a 4-3 at the 40, had 3,000 yards and 28 touchdowns uh, in, in three seasons at college. I wonder if he is the running back you need to have. I, I, I would like him a lot as a cheap pickup because, I mean, if your backfield is Gus Edwards, Melvin Gordon, and Justice Hill, you don't really have a backfield. Um, so I, I like him a lot as a cheap pickup before the game start this week. 
And uh, I mean, I just would love to see Lamar go and score 30 points against the Steelers. Yeah, no, I, I would too. I, I think there's a chance of that happening. I, I'm just, you know, you generally don't ever see this game, Davis. And, and we always have to remind ourselves that this game is always three points to one team or the other. Always, historically speaking. And I kind of have a feeling no matter what, because it's these two teams playing, it's going to end up being that way again. All right, coming up next, we're going to go over the New Orleans Saints and New England Patriots. Speaking of two teams that need to get their offense going, low total in this one as well. More fantasy sports today coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Dogs are an important part of our lives. That means protecting them from parasites. Ask your vet about NextGuard Plus, a Foxiloner, Moxidectin, and Pyrantal chewable tablets. NextGuard Plus chews provide one-and-done monthly protection against fleas, ticks, heartworm disease, roundworms, and hookworms. Plus, they're delicious and easy to give. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Dogs should be tested for existing heartworm infection prior to starting a preventive. Ask about NextGuard Plus Choose. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports today here on Sports Grid. Craig Mish along with Davis Maddock. All right, well, New Orleans Saints, New England Patriots. Now, I, I know people are watching the show, Davis. They're like, when are you going to get to the good games? When are you going to get to, like, Eagles-Rams and Bengals-Cardinals, the games where the totals are, like, 40 and 50? We got that coming. Let's knock out this one, though. All right, so uh, the Saints with Carr, you know, it, it, I don't know if this is going to be it, Davis. I, you know, I, I thought so. I don't know. Maybe I was crazy. I, I, I look, I did not like the Saints to be a good team, but I, I just thought Carr would come in and they'd score twenty points a game or thirty, and Olave would go nuts. And like, I, I don't know. I guess it was just, it was just lost on me, and that hasn't happened. Now I know who New England is, and and I and I still think, by the way. Now that the tough part of the Patriots schedule is over, I think the Patriots are going to start winning games, and I just don't think from a fantasy perspective that they still have a ton to offer. So handful of players, I think, going in this game. Again, I think Olave probably right at the top as far as must play. Alvin Kamara came back last week. What a bizarre stat line, by the way. I'm sure you talked about this on like your podcast stuff. But did he have 13 catches for like 30 yards or something like that? Yes, he did. I mean, it's absolutely hilarious if you go and look at Alvin Kamara's career game logs and you look at the other times that he's had 10 or more receptions and then you look at the yardage total, 10 for 128, uh, 13 for 33, 13 for 139, and 15 for 124. I mean, just hilarious stuff to see. Real. I mean, I guess really at the end of the day, it's not that hilarious because Derek Carr was clearly in pain. Uh, really just seemed like a, a short-sighted decision from the New Orleans Saints to send Derek Carr out there in that game and and just to really have no chance against Tampa Bay. You know, that 9-26, to it just brutal. Kamara was actually good in that game. I mean, if you drafted Alvin Kamara, you got a nice discount on him because of the suspension and because of his concerns last year. I mean, Alvin Kamara really was not an efficient running back last year, kind of for the first time in his career, only uh, only four total touchdowns, which is, uh, you know, that certainly is not the, the MO that we've come accustomed to with him. Feeling good about Kamara, feel good about Alave, Shahid, sort of like a what-the-heck flex. Michael Thomas is fine. Jawan Johnson, you're probably dropping at this point. Patriots, you would start in fantasy football? I mean, no one, right? I mean, Ramondre is just getting all, like, not all of it, but he's he's losing a, a serious amount of work to Ezekiel Elliott. He's not getting near as many targets in the past game. He had six targets in week one 
against Philadelphia, but he hasn't had more than 10 receiving yards in a game since. The Patriots can't block enough to get him going on, on the ground. I mean, 2.7 yards per carry for Ramondre Stevenson. I, I think the Saints win this game. And I don't know if the, the Patriots schedule gets all that much easier. They do get the Raiders next week, but then they have a home game to the Bills. They travel to play against Miami. I mean, not then not looking right. too good. You know, yeah. not not looking too hot for them. You know, uh, I, yeah. now no, obviously Bill Belichick. You know, guy, the coach for life. As long as Bill Belichick wants to coach, you know, the guy's not going anywhere, right? But he's got a he's got a losing record now by by quite a bit without Tom Brady. And and I think the idea that he was going to have this second run of his career with Mac Jones. I mean. None of that. None of that looks particularly um, real. Don't don't feel very inspired by the Patriots. No, but but I will say this: if they do beat the Saints and they do beat the Raiders and win one of yes. the next two games against Buffalo and Miami, it puts. Look, I know we you you and I both know that Patriots are not winning the Super Bowl. You and I both know they're not going to the Super Bowl. But is it totally far fetched to think they can't win ten games and get in like they did last year? I, I I still think that could happen again. They're just not a fun team to watch like they used to be. That's just the reality of it. Right. You know who else is not fun to watch? The Cincinnati Bengals. Obviously, Joe Burrow is not a hundred percent, and we can unequivocally say that at this point. Jamar Chase, obviously, still fantastic, but the Bengals' offense just doesn't look as good, and probably the mobility of Burrow has hurt. You never would have thought, never Davis would have thought that the Bengals would only be a three-point favorite at the Cardinals. Credit to them. No one saw them being competitive this season, but they're finding ways to stay in games. And if this total is any indication of 44 and a half, there could be points to score on both sides this weekend. There could be. Um, I mean, it's a really interesting spot because obviously if you knew that T. Higgins was playing for sure. He's questionable with this rib injury. And you knew that Joe Burrow, uh, they didn't list him on the injury report this week with the calf injury. And you knew, oh, he's 100%. He's fine. He's good to go. You'd be like, all right, well, I'm taking out another mortgage on the house to bet the Bengals minus three year. Because you're right. I mean, Arizona has been a, a nice story. They, I mean, look, it's, it's still a team that is not really that good. They are 18th in points scored. On offense, they are 25th in points allowed. On defense, they they just have the way their games have played out. They beat the Cowboys. They played the Commanders close. They played the Giants close before getting blown out by the 49ers. And and I guess the 49ers game didn't feel like a blowout, but the 49ers, you know, was never was never really in doubt. Um, you're starting Burrow because what option do you have? You're for sure starting Chase. I guess you're starting Mixon. Higgins, I'm undecided on. You know, um, something like T. Higgins versus actually same game, Michael Wilson. You know, would you rather just go with the guy you know is healthy? I mean, honestly, I, I kind of just hope that T. Higgins sits out in this contest with the rib injury. It feels like it would be better for everyone, kind of if he did. The Cardinals, Marquise Brown, you're starting. Michael Wilson, you know, kind of borderline flex type guy. Dobbs is actually the interesting one. I mean, Dobbs has scored the eighth most fantasy points at quarterback. Uh, he has the, I believe he's got the third most rushing attempts of any quarterback this season. And we know that rushing points are, are very strong for our, our fantasy football quarterback. So I'm just I'm really, really interested to see how Burrow looks in this game. Cause this is a, it's a total must win. You can't be one and four if you're the Cincinnati Great. Bengals and you're, you're trying to win a Super Bowl, right? Like that just, it just doesn't work. No, agreed. And and how about a season, Davis, where, look, the way that it's trending, it is possible. How about a season where the Bengals and Steelers in December are irrelevant? I mean, you never would have thought that at the beginning of the season, but we are trending in that direction. I mean, the Ravens can walk away with this division maybe at t with 10 wins. Uh, you just wouldn't have thought that. Okay, the Eagles, they're making things interesting every week, Davis, but they are scoring enough points, just enough to win on a weekly basis, they uh, play the Rams this week. Rams total 50 and a half. So this this is potentially one of the highest scoring games, at least on the board this week. Got to play all the Eagles again. Their defense has been a little bit hit or miss. You probably would say, I mean, how many games could they have lost this season, Davis? Two, three already easily, but they just somehow have pulled these, this thing out. Rams, extremely hard to predict. They, they've been playing like one good half each week. They haven't put a whole game together. Uh, I, I guess it's all hands on deck, right, for, for all the players on these teams? Yep. Uh, I mean, you're starting Hurts. You are starting A.J. Brown. You're starting Devonta Smith. You're starting DeAndre Swift. You're starting Dallas Goddard. 
maybe you could start Kenneth Gainwell. I mean, Gainwell has been playing. He just has not been getting the ball uh, a ton. Uh, he's been he's been in roughly like a 50-50 split with Swift. He played 27 snaps last week. Uh, he's only got two targets in each of the last two games since coming back from that rib injury. He had four targets and 14 carries in week one. I mean, you, you could do worse, I suppose. I, I probably have some teams, if I looked through enough of them, where I'd be like, well, you know, Kenneth Gainwell probably is the guy that I should start there. Um, I'm pretty, we're going to learn a lot about the Rams in this game, right? We are going to learn, all right, what happens to Nakua, who for sure plays between Van Jefferson and Tutu Atwell. You know, maybe I don't know. Maybe they do put Tutu Atwell back on the bench. I don't, I don't think it would be smart, but teams, teams do things like that. And then very undercover, Kyron Williams, who has basically been like the number one league winner in, in fantasy this year. I mean, a guy who was just completely free, two touchdowns in week one. Uh, two touchdowns in week two, two touchdowns last week, but down to 72% of the snaps on offense against Indianapolis. Ronnie Rivers from Fresno State, who actually played a little bit last year, got nine carries and two targets, you know, was was mixing in a little bit. Not that it's that big of a deal. Every running back gives some touches and some snaps up to other guys, you know. It just, it just is the nature of the position. But, you know, I, there's certainly no loyalty owed to Kyron Williams, so I wonder, I just wonder if they they start to play multiple running backs in that backfield. But I, I'm very excited to watch this game just because I, I want to see what Cooper Cup looks like and I want to see what they do with yeah. Nakua. Yeah, to play both guys would be cool. And yeah, Ronnie Rivers is somebody a few weeks ago I just grabbed and I'm like, hey, I'll just stash him for a while, see what happens. Hey, who knows? Maybe I'll play him. All right, uh, highest total on the board here, Chiefs-Vikings. Chiefs minus four, total 52 and a half. I don't know. I think Minnesota's going to make this a game, Davis. I think you're going to be sweating right down to the end in this one here. I think it's going to be fun. Vikings, you know, certainly can't stop anybody, but they definitely find a way to score points. Great receivers there. Uh, you know who looked good actually last week? Uh, Cam Akers looked okay. Maybe I'm wrong about that. I thought he looked okay in the time that I saw him playing going back and forth between the games. Akers did look okay. It's going to, it seems like it's going to be a real problem for Madison because he came in at the goal line and for short yardage. And I mean, look, we've seen this with James Cook We've seen this with Travis Etienne. Doesn't really matter how talented you are, and I do not think that those two guys are as talented. You know, I don't think Madison is as talented as James Cook or Travis Etienne. Uh, if you if you can't get one yard carries, you are it's a hard it's hard to be a top running back, right? I mean, we've seen this happen with Tony Pollard. Bold call for this game. Rashi Rice scores a long touchdown. You're starting all your Vikings. You're starting Mahomes. You're starting Kelsey. You're starting Pacheco. Rice, I would be inserting into a couple lineups here and there situationally. I, I, I don't think the Vikings are going to make the Chiefs sweat here, but it would be better for fantasy if they did. Uh, I, I definitely don't want them to be up 30 in the second half. I mean, the Chiefs are going to play 17 games, Davis. They're not going to crush everybody. I, I just have a feeling True. this is one they of did, They didn't games. crush the Jets. You want to talk about a sweat? That was that's true. They, they didn't. They did not crush the Jets. That came down to the end too. Yeah, maybe this is the week they do that. I don't know. Let's see a close game. All right, coming up next: Jets, Broncos, Cowboys, 49ers, and fantasy or reality as we close out this week in fantasy football. So stay with us. More to come here on Fantasy Sports today, right here on Sports Grid. Right after this break. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Dogs are an important part of our lives. That means protecting them from parasites. Ask your vet about NextGuard Plus, a Foxaloner, Moxidectin, and pyrantal chewable tablets. NextGuard Plus chews provide one-and-done monthly protection against fleas, ticks, heartworm disease, roundworms, and hookworms. Plus, they're delicious and easy to give. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Dogs should be tested for existing heartworm infection prior to starting a preventive. Ask about NextGuard Plus Choose. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today here on Sports Grid. Talk about a revenge game in the NFL this week. Boy, what is Hackett thinking this week, Davis, going up against the Denver Broncos and Sean Payton? Any trick in the book he's got, it's going on the table a mile high this week. You know what's interesting, Davis? This total is 43 and a half. You look at these two teams, you're like, ugh, there's no offense coming. I don't know. Maybe, maybe there will be some points scored in this game. Because that's what, at least what that's what the total's saying here. I mean, Denver, Davis, Denver, oh my gosh, they've played four games. They've had like three good quarters all season. I don't know how they came back and beat the Bears like they did last week, but I, I mean, that was like ground zero if they would if they were to lose that game, they almost did. And by the way, the Browns on paper, they should be much better than the Jets. This line Davis is telling you the Jets are better than the Broncos. The Broncos are only one and a half point favorites this week. The Jets are probably better than the Broncos because the Broncos have like the worst defense in NFL history. They can't they can't stop anyone. It is it is completely brutal. Brees, Garrett Wilson, easy starts. Interested to see what happens with the Broncos backfield. You know, Javante Williams got in some limited practices. We'll see if he plays. Pretty excited about. It seems like everyone inside the Broncos building is excited about uh, all-time college football rushing leader Jaleel McLaughlin, who made their roster as an undrafted free agent. Maybe Marvin Mims gets more than like 13 routes in a game. He's the Broncos' leading wide receiver. Guy can't get on the field. Still no idea what all that is about. I mean, Brandon Johnson, Lil' Jordan Humphrey, don't don't really – I don't know. I'm, I'm just as annoyed with Sean Payton as I was with Nathaniel Hackett. Doesn't, doesn't really seem like much of an upgrade going you. to Sean Payton. Yeah, <laughs> you were right, man. Brutal, brutal yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Denver just does not look good. And, and, and by the way, what's really fascinating is Sean Payton was never – uh, you know, something that people didn't like. I mean, they made a movie about this guy, and now he is like the villain in the NFL season for taking out another coach like that. A lot of people could be rooting for the Jets this week against Denver. Okay, now this is a, this is a great game. I hope, honestly, Davis, that this is a great game because on paper, this looks fantastic, man. San Francisco and Dallas on Sunday night. Oh my gosh, the ratings are good. This is going to be the highest rated game in a long time in the NFL. I look at the total, it tells me not so fast. Maybe it won't be as high scoring as we think because the defenses are pretty good generally on both sides. I know Dallas had the hiccup against, was it uh, Arizona? But beyond that, you're not only are you playing pretty much all your guys on both these teams in fantasy, I think we got a shot at a really exciting game on Sunday night. I think Dallas will hang with San Francisco. I, I think Dallas may beat San Francisco. I think this is going to be a good game. I hope it's a good game. You know, my dad remains a Dallas Cowboys fan. I feel bad for him, honestly. I mean, that Cardinals loss, brutal. They, uh, The Cowboys have run 85 plays in the red zone. No other team has ran more than 56. They don't get any touchdowns. I mean, I don't really know. The Mike McCarthy-Brian Schottenheimer pairing, it's just as cowardly as I thought it was going to be. A lot of kicking, a lot of wide receivers running routes, four yards from the line of scrimmage, but... Craig, the uh, you know the 49ers are like the Death Star, but not in the way that people say the Death Star normally is. They're the Death Star in the sense that they do have one critical weakness that is glaringly obvious to the opposition, which is that Brock Purdy is just Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, he's just upgraded fancy Jimmy Garoppolo. There's no real day. He doesn't make plays outside of structure, doesn't have a super strong arm. He executes the offense perfectly. He's got a great relationship with the pass catchers. The 49ers are going to win a billion games. They probably make the NFC Conference Championship. But they have the same fundamental problem that the Shanahan 49ers have always had, which is that you're down 10 on the road against a great team. You need someone to do a Patrick Mahomes or a Josh Allen or a Jalen Hurts impression, and you don't have that guy. I, I actually right. think the funniest result would be Dallas winning this game because everyone is so in love with the 49ers and so down on the Cowboys. Uh, I just think it would be very funny if Dallas won this game. Yeah, I, I would not put it past. I, I think this could be a good one. Hopefully it will be. All right, so that recaps every game in the National Football League. If you missed any of our show, just go back on YouTube or catch us on demand. You can see Davis and I reviewing all the games. But right now we got to move on, and it's time for us to kick it into some true or false questions, which we call fantasy or reality. <laughs> 
All right, Davis, it's a topic we talked about earlier in the show. The Atlanta Falcons turning the keys to the kingdom over to Desmond Ritter at the beginning of the season. And listen, Arthur Smith, very creative coach, showed it in Tennessee. We saw glimpses of it last year with the Atlanta Falcons, and they determined that Marcus Mariota had to go. Okay, get it for good reason. They turn it over to Ritter. And with, with the talent that is around him, Davis, it is just not going as well as anybody would have thought. I mean, Bijan Robinson is there, and Kyle Pitts is there, and some good rec- London good receivers there too. Line has been blocking okay. Ritter hasn't gotten it done. Fantasy reality, Davis Desmond Ritter will be the starting quarterback for the Falcons all season long. Yeah, no chance. No chance. 100% fantasy. Uh, we've already, Arthur Smith has already had to address this. You know, they're the uh, the announcing team at the London game was talking about bringing Taylor Heineke in in the second half. The Falcons are going to lose this week. Uh, they they still are live for a playoff spot. They probably win the home game against the Commanders, but if they lose their Week Seven game, their road game against the Buccaneers, then the math for making the playoffs and winning the division starts to get really thin. So my guess is that Taylor Heineke's first start is going to come in week eight, an Atlanta Falcons road game against the Tennessee Titans. And, uh, you know, Desmond Ritter, he did his best. He tried. It's very hard to be an NFL quarterback. There is no shame in not quite being good enough. I'm sure it's very heartbreaking for him. I'm sure he's a nice guy. But uh, he's not a very good NFL quarterback. And you know what? I wouldn't be either. But, uh, yeah, I got, I got fantasy. No chance. Yeah, I have fantasy too. Davis brings up a very, very compelling point. Now, the the broadcasters who do the games in the National Football League are not paid by the league, but make no mistake about it, they're not league employees, Davis. But it's you know they're they're kind they kind of have to do the right thing there for the broadcasters last week to bring up Taylor Heineke as a possibility. Keep this in mind. What do the broadcasters do? Before the games on NFL Sunday, who do they meet with? They do they interview off camera the coaches. And you said it best right there. There is no question in my mind that Arthur Smith has at least thought about the idea. Hey, let's not let this season slip away if this doesn't go well. We got Heineke here. I'm with you. I think we could see him this week. This is a fantasy Desmond Ritter. He's got he's got to win and play well, or else we're not going to see him anymore. Uh, that'll be it. All right. How about this story in, in, the, in the National Football League? Adam Thielen, who uh, you know basically left Minnesota, just took a bag in Carolina, and the team's not good. I mean, Davis, the Carolina Panthers may finish with the worst or second worst record in the NFL this season, but Thielen is holding his own. Fantasy or reality? Surprise, surprise! He will finish the 2023 fantasy football season as a top 25 wide receiver. So I guess we got to dive in where he is now and where he could be at the end of the year. Yeah, uh, I mean, Craig, I got I to gotta eat now. I, I certainly am uh, one of the first people to point out things I got right in the offseason, which means I got to eat it when I was wrong. I had less than zero interest in Adam Thielen, his ability to get open, his ability to generate targets, all that stuff way down his final year in Minnesota. As of right now, he is the 10th overall wide receiver in full PPR fantasy points, more than Amon Ross St. Brown, Devonta Smith, C.D. Lamb, uh, you know, Debo Samuel, Jamar Chase, Christian Kirk. A lot, of, a lot of guys who were drafted way, way, way ahead of him. I mean, that's just kind of the nature of fantasy football. Like, no one knew that Nico Collins was going to be the seventh highest scoring fantasy wide receiver. Yeah, uh, you know, I get that. That stuff happens, but... Adam Thielen, uh, assuming that he remains healthy and does not get injured, obviously that is a risk when you are a wide receiver in your 30s. Yeah, I mean, he is going to finish as a top 25 wide receiver in, in full PPR, and uh, the the guys that drafted him are going to feel very happy about securing Adam Thielen's services on their fantasy football team for sure. Yeah, I'm going to say reality here. Only thing that can stop here is uh, stop him here would be an injury, and you know, we're not going to root for that on fantasy sports today. So... Yeah, I didn't see it coming either. I mean, Davis and I will have our differences before the year, but I was in sync here. I I just thought that he just took the money. He is the only player playing right now for the Carolina Panthers, and I'm sorry to say, I know they're trying, but he is the only one that essentially is producing. All right, speaking of which, I think we could have this same conversation about Devontae Adams of the Las Vegas Raiders, who very clearly, Davis, very clearly, look, if Justin Jefferson is the best receiver in the NFL, let's just say that. That's fine. 
Devontae Adams is two, if that is it. Well, you know what, Tyreek Hill? I don't know. Anyway, he's among the top in the NFL. I think we can make the case that he's maybe even the very best. But a couple of weeks ago after the game, he said that he doesn't have time to you know, lose, et cetera, et cetera. Well, he was quiet this past week. We didn't really hear a lot more. But the Raiders are heading in the wrong direction. Josh McDaniels is heading in the wrong direction. There's been some bizarre play calling. Didn't go for two and a touchdown at one point also, which didn't make a lot of sense. And uh, look, look, the Raiders, Davis, they did come back, thanks to Adams, last week late in that game. And if this quarterback just doesn't literally throw it to the to the Chargers. The Chargers were about to charge her again. I don't think the Raiders realized that. The Ra- I think the Raiders could have won that game. But anyway, fantasy reality, Devontae Adams finishes the season without the Raiders. He gets traded. Yeah, I mean, the first thing is, is Devontae Adams makes about a gazillion dollars, so it's just harder for other teams to trade for him. Not that not that it would be hard for the Raiders to trade him away because they're not up against the cap. Uh, but Devontae Adams... Actually, you know what? Devontae Adams only makes $14 million against the cap this season, so I'm wrong. Normally, the reason why this doesn't happen in the NFL is that contracts are just too hard to trade, but given that the Raiders' salary cap doesn't matter, the 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 dead cap hit against them doesn't matter at all because the Raiders are, are just like a useless losing organization, so he could be traded. The reason why I'm going to say he isn't is that uh, I, I think that the AFC has been poor enough that the Raiders still theoretically think they're alive. By the way, Devontae Adams you know, basically like sublexes his shoulder and then comes back in the game for the Raiders last week. Love this, dude. Love Devontae Adams. He's the best. I'll, I'll, say, I'll say fantasy, though. He stays on the Raiders. Yeah, I'll, I'll say fantasy, too. There are some glaring weaknesses in on two teams in the NFL, Davis, the Kansas City Chiefs, your team. How about the Chargers, right? They lost, they lost oh Mike Williams, too. Get, get, get Devontae Adams on the Chiefs, Greg. Come on, the Raiders are not. That's the thing is the Raiders are not going to trade them to either of those two teams. But I could definitely see those two teams being very interested. But th- that's really it. You know, beyond that, I don't I don't know that there's another team that's going to do it. But I don't think he's going to return anyway to, to the Raiders. I, I do think he'll get traded. But I don't think it's going to be the Kansas City, and I don't think it'll be it'll be the Chargers. And both of those teams could really use him the rest of the season. All right, finally, Baltimore Orioles hosting a Saturday 1 p.m. home game against the uh, who are they playing the Twins. I, I'm out of it. I, I'm sorry. Are they, are they playing the Twins or the Texas Rangers? Rangers, Texas Rangers. It shows you I've been in Philadelphia all week. <laughs> Rangers. All right, we're mixing some baseball in here. Billy Joel concert at night, Davis. I don't know if you heard about this. Billy Joel concert at night, baseball game during the day. Fantasy reality, Orioles win the American League. This is why I picked at the beginning of the year. Do you believe this? Do you believe this, David? I, I, I saw this. I saw this Billy Joel tour. It was good. He's good. Uh, yeah, reality. Orioles, I like it. Young team, go for it. I, I don't care. The Royals don't matter anyway, so sure, why not? Yeah, Orioles Orioles beat the Astros in seven games. We'll go with that. All right, we got to take a quick break here on the show. Coming up next, we wrap it all up for this edition of Fantasy Sports Today. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Dogs are an important part of our lives. That means protecting them from parasites. Ask your vet about NexGuard Plus, a Foxaloner, Moxidectin, and Pyrantal chewable tablets. NexGuard Plus chews provide one-and-done monthly protection against fleas, ticks, heartworm disease, roundworms, and hookworms. Plus, they're delicious and easy to give. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Dogs should be tested for existing heartworm infection prior to starting a preventive. Ask about NexGuard Plus Chews. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back and the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, 
Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today here on Sports Grid. Before we leave you here on the show and off to whatever you're going to do this weekend, let's give you 60 seconds of commentary on anything. We'll see what Davis has to say. Here is the Sports Grid 60. You have a fantasy football team that is one and three. Can't really afford to go one and four, Craig. Just doesn't. You coming back from one and four, it's a little bit too tough. So, and honestly, same deal. If you are, uh, if you're, if you're four and zero, oh, if you're three and one right now, this is the best time to be making moves because you can afford, uh, you can afford like a short term transactional loss. So, something I like to do once the bye week start. Trade for a good player who's on buy. I'll even give you Kenneth Walker right now. Say Kenneth Walker got drafted by a team that's 0-4 or 1-3 right now. Make a trade where you give your opponent some points this week. They get the ability to generate a win. Like it, it's, it's time to start consolidating your talent into your starting roster. Start trading that depth away into starters. And, uh, you know, we got a pretty good lay of the land after a month of the season. We have a lot of information to work with. But really just a reminder... You're watching the show. You're listening to Fantasy Sports Today. Go make some trades in your league right now. You know, that never hurts to, to try and get a little bit better. Yeah, I, I want to end with the last two Monday night games. You know, two weeks ago on Monday night, I needed a big performance from Pickens. He came through. I won. Last week on Monday Night Football, I just needed eight points from Darren Waller, the tight end on the Giants. But you know what the sad part is about this conversation is I knew I wasn't going to win. Even before the game, I'm like, Darren Waller, like, he just never gets eight points in a fantasy football game. We're all sweating it out together from now until the end of the fantasy football season. And once again, thanks so much for being part of our show uh, again today. Also, uh, thanks to Sam for producing the program, as he always does here on FST. Thanks to my co-host, Davis Maddock. I'm Craig Mish. Good luck this week in fantasy football. Bring it home. Get another win. We'll talk to you next week as the month of October rolls on here on Sports Grid. Have a great weekend, everybody. See you then. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.